This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. There comes a time in everyone's life. When talk is cheap. And it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team. And our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS. Greetings from Oakland Coliseum in Oakland, California, where today the Houston Astros wrap up a four-game series against the Oakland A's. Astros have dropped the first three games of this series, including an 8-4 loss yesterday. Jordan Alvarez, two homers, drove in three. Michael Brantley, two hits, scored a run, but the Astros have lost five in a row and six of their last seven, while the A's have won four in a row and six of their last eight. Astros 78 and 46, first in the AL West, six and a half games ahead of Oakland, which is 71 and 52, second in the division, and the A's are a half game behind Tampa Bay for the second wild card. It's time for today's pitching matchup, brought to you by Houston Methodist, the official health care provider for the Houston Astros, Houston Methodist leading medicine. It'll be Zach Greinke on the mound for the Astros today, and Greinke's been very good over his first two starts with the Astros, has won both of them. You know what, he's been really good coming off losses, too, throughout his career, almost 70% of the time, his team wins the game after losses, so that's a stopper. Uh, and you got Grinky, and when you're talking about Verlander, Cole, and Grinky, you need those types of pitchers so you don't have those prolonged slumps. The Astros are struggling uh, right now, but no better pitcher to have out there than a control artist like Grinky. Meanwhile, it's Brett Anderson, left-hander, getting the ball for the Oakland A's. Astros have handled him pretty well in, in his big league career. Yeah, they have a good idea. They lay off those those pitches up in the zone. He likes to pitch up in the, in the zone. He's a lefty. Uh, Astros handle lefties about as well as anybody, and, and they don't try to pull him too much. I think with that's when other teams have problems. You try to pull too many pitches off of Brad Anderson, you run in trouble. The Astros stay up the middle. Keys to the game brought to you by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals and all models. Official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Well, you look at this series that the Astros and A's have played, and the A's have won all three games. The uh, Astros have had leads uh, in, in each game, but it's been the lack of the shutdown inning. That's really been the difference, and it's been immediate. Right after the Astros have tied the game or taken a lead in this series, the very next half inning, the A's respond by taking the lead back. Yeah, you know what? Sometimes you don't want to address those and really raise your, your consciousness of things like that, but I think they need a little extra pressure talking about uh, what they need to do. Like a lot of teams, I, I know the Minnesota Twins for years after your team scores, they'll go out there and immediately throw an off-speed pitch early so the team can't yeah, get that momentum back and ambush you. So maybe little tweaks like that for the Astros to try to get back uh, into the dugout as quickly as possible and maintain that momentum. Coming up next, we'll be joined as we are every Sunday by Jeff Luno, Astros President of Baseball Operations and General Manager, but now this from your local station. Baseball season is back, and if you're at Minute Maid Park, head on over to the new Love Street Bar behind Home Plate for a wide selection of Carbach beers, including Love Street Blonde, Hopadillo IPA, and the Astros' very own Crawford Bach. Or visit us sometime at the brewery where we're open seven days a week. 
Learn more at carbachbrewing.com or find us on social media at Carbach Brewing. And welcome back. Robert Ford and Steve Sparks joined as we are every Sunday by Astros President of Baseball Operations and General Manager Jeff Luno. And obviously this has been a, a tough stretch for the Astros this road trip. Uh, started off pretty well with the two out of three in Baltimore, but dropping the series in Chicago have lost the first three here in Oakland. And uh, right now a team that, that's just looking to, to get a W. You got the right guy on the mound, though, with Zach Granke. We do, and he's going to be going for his 200th career victory uh, today, and hopefully he gets it there. And Yeah, it's been tough. I mean, through the season, we always have a couple of these rough patches, and August seems to be a time when traditionally we've had some struggles. But, uh, you know, it was, it's also a long road trip. We had a rain out. We had a doubleheader. We yeah. had a lot of transactions because our pitchers are, are kind of spent. So, you know, we're all looking forward to coming home. It sure would be nice to get a victory today, though, and then have that flight back. And then we have a long homestand, and we can uh, make up for some of the losses that we've incurred in the last week and a half. Jeff, we found out earlier that Ledmes Diaz, he's going to go on the IL. He had some problems yesterday uh, on the team bus, some dizziness uh, and things like that. So uh, what can you tell us about that? Well, you know, he's doing okay now, and I think he's actually going to maybe fly back with the team this afternoon. Mm-hmm. But you know, anytime you have a scare like that when the player feels lightheaded or dizzy and, and you know, you got to take care of it because you don't want to put him out there in competition. So uh, he's, he was uh, looked at by some doctors locally. He's going to come back to Houston and be looked at by doctors there, and we'll determine, you know, what the next course of action is. I don't think it's going to be a long absence, but we felt much more secure putting him on the IL and giving him time to recuperate rather than thrusting him back into big league games. So uh, we've got Snead active today, and we'll see as the week goes on what of those transactions we might need to make. Yeah, and speaking of that, you know, right now, I mean, and obviously part of this is because the bullpen has been taxed so much of late, as you mentioned, but just two bench players right now. I'd have to imagine that at some point on this homestand coming up, Astros may look to, to, to add a position player to once the maybe the things correct themselves in the bullpen a little bit. Yeah, I think that's exactly the plan. I mean, we want to have the pitching to get us through the next couple of days, and then once we feel like we're back in the clear, we can uh, bring up a position player because it's tough to play with uh, not a lot of guys on the bench. So there's a few guys in consideration down in AAA, guys that are already on the roster and, and potentially a couple guys that are off. But we'll, uh, we'll evaluate that day by day, but I expect there'll be some transaction early in the week. Jeff, bit of good news. Brad Peacock back on the active roster. Hasn't pitched uh, for you guys since June 27th. Uh, he could be a very big help in the bullpen. Uh, who needs some? Who needs some help? Yeah, and he will be. And he's got such good weapons there. And you know, he really helped out the team by being in the rotation early in the year. But uh-huh. now that we've got Granky and Sanchez, you know, his most valuable role for us is probably in the bullpen, especially as we look towards September and October. So. It's going to be good to get him back and get him going, and we've got plenty of time for that. So we're really close to full strength for the first time all year. I've seen Garrett Cole play catch a couple of times since the Astros have been in Oakland. I know the, the plan was for him to, to throw a bullpen once the Astros get back to Houston. Is, is the, the, he still trending toward a, a start that last game of the Tigers series on Thursday? That's still the plan, and we hope it, uh, it stays that way. A lot will depend on how he feels tomorrow, but Every th- all indications so far is that he's, he's doing well and, and should be on track to make that start against Detroit. And that's what we're hoping for because we certainly need him back. And, you know, when you talk about the rotation that we have, you know, losing any one of those three guys for, for more than a start would be a problem for us. So uh, hopefully he'll be back. Jeff, this is, this is such a, a dynamic offense, but it's hard not to notice that Josh Reddick has been struggling quite a bit. Uh, since July, he only has five extra base hits, hit, hitting under 200. Uh, I know you're going to run him out there, but is there any thought about trying to upgrade at that position, maybe Kyle Tucker later? 
Well, right now, I mean, Josh is going to continue to get the starts, and he, he helps us out a lot defensively, and he's really mm-hmm. a, a core part of this team's fabric. So we're not going to we're not going to do anything there. In September, obviously, there's going to be opportunity to rest some guys a little bit more because we can expand rosters, and so you know there'll be other there'll be other options. But I have a feeling that this is just a you know a downturn for Redick that uh, you know he's he's hit his whole career. He's going to hit again, and I'm not too worried about it. He'll be he'll be turning the corner pretty soon. Okay. Joined by Jeff Luno before the Astros wrap up this series in Oakland and wrap up this road trip as well. And uh, you know, Jeff, you 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 alluded to you know possible September call-ups and uh, how does that discussion generally go? I mean, obviously the the coaching staff, AJ Hinch, has some input in that. But is it, is it something a conversation that starts maybe with with your group in the front office and then you kind of you bring in base and and bring in the the field staff? How does that tend to work usually? Uh, typically, you know, we think about the players coming up in two waves, and the first wave is really the immediate need. And, you know, when you've been playing a lot of games in August in the heat without a lot of off days, we're going to need some reinforcements. So that's usually an additional catcher, maybe an additional pitcher or two, and maybe one additional position player. So we're looking at, at what's the group of guys, and those are players that, you know, A.J. typically knows and, and he suggests and we look at and agree with um, as usually a very collaborative conversation. And then once the teams are done with their uh, postseasons, and it looks like right now Round Rock is, is in a spot to, to get to the postseason and Corpus is as well, uh, you know, we'll bring up the, the second wave, which is guys that we, we just want to take a longer look at, guys that we want to give some playing time and allow us to rest some of our other guys a little bit more in September. So it's not a long list. Most of them are the guys that are on the roster that have already been up because um, we don't want to carry too many players, but it will be a, a good relief when they get there and a good opportunity for our fans to see some of the players that they've, you know, they, they know a little bit but want to see more of. Yeah, they know a little bit about Kristen Javier, but nobody's really seen him. But the numbers are <laughs> eye-popping right now. Ten strikeouts and four innings pitch out of the bullpen. Yesterday, 150-something strikeouts in 100 innings. Uh, man, this stuff uh, sounds like it's electric. What can you tell us about Kristen Javier? Now it's he's he's a guy that we're super excited about. He's got a big arm and he knows how to pitch and the numbers obviously he's got a lot of swing and miss potential just looking at those strikeout numbers. He's a guy that other teams asked a lot about uh-huh. during the uh during the trade deadline. Um, you know, we were we were able to keep him obviously because we gotta keep some of our depth, but guy we're super excited about. Probably won't see him in September, but we'll get a chance to see him in Big League Camp next year and, and hopefully he'll put himself in a mix for a spot next year. You know, one guy that he got back yesterday, Francis Martez, reinstated, had the uh, the suspension for PEDs and had Tommy John surgery August last year, so uh, wasn't going to, to pitch this year anyhow. But uh, where is he at right now, and what's the, the plan for, for Martez moving forward? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're excited. It's about just over 12 months since he had the surgery, so but the rehab's gone really well, and we had some paperwork issues getting his visa up, right. but it's, it's done now, so... He's in the States, and he's going to be pitching in some games. There's not a lot of schedule left, but he'll, he'll be opportunity on the mound, pitching in some games, probably in the GCL. And then we'll see. We might put him out somewhere else to pitch a little bit this, uh, as, as we get into the postseason for the minor league teams or even you know, talk about something in winter league. But we want to get him up and going and then, and then shut him down for the rest of the winter so that he can be ready to go in spring training. He's a guy that's been a starter before. He's got a big arm. And, and we're going to be excited to get him back in spring training next year. Jeff, your number one pitching prospect, Forrest Whitley. It's been a roller coaster just up and down with his outings. Uh, what are you hearing whenever he has a, a problem uh, that he's relying too much on a fastball? What's his pitch mix so far? 
Yeah, it's really, I mean, he does, uh, he has a full pitch mix, and it's really mm-hmm. about establishing the fastball command. And when he's not able to do that early in the game, you know, we see the lock totals kind of climb. The stuff still, the velo's there. Okay. They, you know, the, the, the shape is there. It's just a matter of commanding those pitches. And, you know, he just hasn't been able to get into a rhythm all year long. We've seen the same thing over and over again, whether it's in the Roll Rock or in the GCL. You know, there's, t- there's times when he flashes the brilliant stuff, and the stuff is still there, but it's, it's, commanding it consistently and you know i'm not sure what it's going to take to unlock that but you know he'll get another couple starts uh before the minor league season is over and hopefully finish on a strong note and then you know we're talking about potentially some uh fall ball for him as well you know there are pitchers like whitley sometimes you know people talk about him having you know six pitches seven pitches things like that do you find sometimes pitchers young pitchers who have uh, a, a ton of pitches. Sometimes maybe you have to take pitches away from them or just get them to focus on just a few pitches because sometimes having that many options can, can be tricky for guys to, to try and establish themselves. You're right. I mean, it's nice to know that they can do different things with the ball, but at the end of the day, what you really need is a, a good uh, you know, fastball with good shape that you can command and a, and a breaking ball that's a swing and miss pitch in the zone and probably one that's a chase pitch and something off speed. And if you have that, you know, that can be accomplished with a fastball slider change up or fastball curveballs, you know, cutter, whatever it is, you don't need that six pitches to do all that. And I think sometimes guys, uh, you know, are, are trying to always uh, play with the ball and figure out what else they can do when they really need to focus on just executing their, their top three pitches. If you can do that, you can be a starter in the big leagues. Last thing, Jeff, Michael Brantley, who you signed in the, in the offseason to a two-year deal, Sometimes gets lost in the shuffle of all these bangers in this lineup. But 29 games so far this year where he does not have a hit. 50 games with multi-hit games. Uh, tell, tell us what he's meant to, to do the other guys on the team, can you? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that, to me, that, that uh, 50 games multi-hit is, is the most amazing stat uh-huh. because that means, you know, it's, it's hard to get one hit in a game, much less two hits. And he does it so consistently. And so many of them are doubles and extra base hits. And he doesn't, you know, doesn't take a lot of the attention from our fans or the media. He just goes out there and does his job. Yeah. He's somewhere in the top five every day, he's getting his hits. He's, he sort of provides an example for all of our other players to look up to. And even when he goes into mini slumps, he, he gets out of them after three or four days. So I've uh, just been a great example of leadership by just doing things the right way. And, I, you know, I'm so glad that we signed him this offseason. And I think he's going to be – He's certainly going to be a big part of our success this, you know, the rest of this year. Jeff Luno, Astros, President of Baseball Operations and General Manager. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, thanks for having me on, guys. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team. And our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9ASTROS. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 